What's up, everybody? Uh, Josh and Jay back with the podcast. Great to be with you on a Champions League Tuesday night. Uh, here to chop it up. Here to talk about my correct prediction about the 2-1 victory to Chels. Uh, but before I rub it in, as per usual, let's get your first thoughts, Jay, because you get the first word around here. It's a fun game. You know, it was exciting. We had some end-to-end action. Chelsea came out active. Uh, I really, I loved the approach today. You know, formation was a little bit of an oddity, but we were attacking. We had a high press. We were winning the ball back. Kept a ton of possession. Created a lot of chances. These are all a lot of things that we have not seen in recent games from the squad. So, thrilled that we came away with a win. Uh, Thrilled that we finished on top of our group when... You know, the beginning of this was not looking particularly great. And, uh, you know, we went away to a stadium that hasn't lost a home game in 40 matches and pulled that out a win. Crazy so. stat, right? I mean, that's it. That's 40 a games. I, I don't care if you play in a shit league. 40 games in a row at home without, you know, without losing a game. Uh, it, this was a big win tonight. I mean, and, you know, look, we, we've said it before. We're not stack guys, but that 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 one stands out. Boy, that's I mean, that was incredible. I, I uh, didn't realize that until I until I started watching. But, um, you know, that that formation was 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 something to see. Um, I, I think, you know, we were both on to something in the sense that we knew there was going to be some changes. Uh, I was happy to see Christian and Raheem playing together. Not necessarily the way that I I thought they they would be or anybody really expected, um, and it was you know it was fun to see. Um, I, I think it's definitely something that was warranted given the opponent, given the circumstance, and and the um, the need for the result. Uh, but I don't think that that's necessarily something that he's going to be marching out in the in the Premier League. But then again, um, you know, Graham Potter has proved elusive. With his, uh, you know, thinking and, and thoughts on the lineup, which, I mean, it, it's it's kind of fun, um, you know, a, a little bit in the sense that that nobody really does know what's going on, least of all us. Um, but uh, liked like to see the personnel, um, and 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 happy with the win overall. Yeah, I, I was I was shocked when I saw when I saw our lineup. You know, I get a, a three five two. Again, it's it's my favorite fantasy Premier League formation. Yeah. Get all the midfielders out there, just loaded <laughs> up. And I, I don't. I was afraid that we have two guys who don't play wing back, and I'm like, listen, the first game we had 72 percent possession. They're just sitting there, and this, they they did it in the first game. They just absorb pressure. Hopefully, we're not letting in goals, and they were going to try to hit us on a counter. And we essentially defended the entire game with three guys. So I was waiting. It did ultimately happen. Now, good on them. It was an amazing goal. You know, that pass was beautiful. But, um, you know, crazy formation. There was good interchange between Connor, who was technically playing in the center. He was floating around all over the place. You called that. You, I mean, you had him as the number 10, and that was that was definitely something that, that you saw coming. I felt like there were spells of the game. I mean, him and him and Pooley were interchanging. Or Pooley would dive inside. He would go outside. So, you know, we had a very attacking game plan, and I've been waiting to see this. Now, quality of opposition, you know, RB Salzburg is not a bad club. They're obviously well-coached. They have a history of bringing in tremendous young talent and developing them. Uh, but to your point, I, I don't think this is necessarily going to fly against Man City and Arsenal, Liverpool, a- anybody who's going to be able to hit us with this. But for today, it was right. We got the W. Good on Grant Potter. 
no, it, it it's uh it's good to see him to continue to um I, I think it's great for the squad that kind of it's a it's it's a next man up almost American football mentality uh from from that from that standpoint and especially with all the rotation that's going to be required with uh the you know the back line being thin and it's definitely going to be um you know every man all hands on deck um the man who definitely deserves to get a little shout out early today is uh Mr Kovacic I think. Um, I was, I was glad that, that you, you picked him in your 11. Uh, I'm glad he was there because I mean, he does, he doesn't always score, but when he does, he scores ninja samurai goals, which were amazing. I mean, with his, with his, with his off foot, just steering it into the net out of nowhere. I mean, what a Kovacic goal. I would bet you put his hand on a Bible. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I had no intention of that happening. It was like, see ball, throw leg at ball, and you hit a worldie. You just hit a, a pure sidewinder that just, I mean, it, it just caresses yeah. the side of the net. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Uh, and, and I mean, just, you know, those goals from nothing, I mean, but it was deserved. Um, obviously, I, I think the, the pressure and, and the turning of the screw, as it were, uh, de- definitely warranted warranted that, but Man, that that guy, when he pulls him, he pulls him out of the bag. Um, I don't know how many how many shots he has uh, in the you know in, in his past ten appearances, but it, there's no way it's in double digits. And you know he's he's just converting these goals <laughs> that that you write home about. It's like the reason why you remember his goals is because there are so few, but they are so memorable. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, the last year against Liverpool. Same thing, just ball just kind of falls into his lap. He's just like, I'm just going to crack this thing, see what happens, and bang. Well, you know, for, furthermore, like in, in the first half, another thing that I you know, I kind of had in my notes here was it felt like, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Aubameyang was always a bridesmaid. He was a, he was a, he was a little late to the party, uh, didn't, didn't quite catch the bouquet, um, wasn't converting on, on some of those chances. Uh, I found his first half performance to be a little bit frustrating. Um, I don't know if anything in particular stood out to you, but that that was that was something that I just had, you know, in the back of my mind. What stood out to me is that we were we were creating the chances, you know, the, the passes and the interchange. Some of the creativity we've been lacking was there. Yeah, his his some of his first touches were off. Um, the finishing wasn't particularly great. I, you know, I, I think he'd like to have a couple of those back where he could have either chipped it over the keeper. Um, we got to give that dude some credit, though. He was incredible today. I'm, I'm going to mangle. Is it Philip Kuhn? Kuhn? Oh, he he really he, he really was good. He no, was no, on no, his game. He's a no, young no. keeper. He's like 24 years old. That guy was insane today. But um, oh, that one stop real... that he had against Alba, you know, down to his right hand side was very impressive. He he definitely kept them, you know, in the match today. Credit credit to him. Credit yeah, but Aubameyang, this is what we have him there for. It's like you, we know that you're not going to drive at somebody. You're not going to make anybody shake in their boots as you're going after him. But when you get good service, you're expecting him to finish. So a little disappointed with him today. Absolutely. Well, so then turning the page then, uh, going uh, going into halftime, 1-0 up, feeling feeling good. Like the like the like the mannerisms of the boys, like the body language. Everybody seemed to be, you know, running. Everybody's feeling good about their football. Second half, we come out completely flat. 
giving away a bad foul, messy free kicks, and then, you know, two, two, three minutes in, we're getting gutted. Credit to Adamu. Definitely a great finish. Well-deserved goal. Chelsea, not an acceptable start to the second half. I was concerned at halftime because, you know, I, there's something that has to go into your mindset where you've had as many chances as we had. You were just dominating the game. You had total possession, and you were only walking in 1-0. And although we scored early in the second half in the first game, if somewhere in the back of your mind you got to be thinking about that these guys, and particularly with the way that we were playing, you got three guys in the back. You have our wingbacks weren't wingbacks. They were additional, you know, midfielders playing forward. They were all the way up the field. We were leaving it up to Chalaba, Silva, and Kukurea to get the ball out and to get it in there deep. So it was. It almost felt like it was a matter of time. Like they were just lying in wait to hit us with something. And as aggressive as we were trying to win back possession, uh, Thiago Silva is human. The guy, he, he went up, he made a decisive move, he misjudged it a little bit, and then all of a sudden we're on the break. Our wingbacks were too far up the field because that's the way we were playing. Nobody had a chance to backtrack. And if Adamu doesn't score that, I forgot, I don't know who the, what the guy's name was. There was a player right behind him and no coverage on that side of the field. So one of the two of them were getting that ball in the net. Um, the pass was gorgeous. The finish was great. It was, it was, it was a nice goal. So just credit to RB for hitting us where we were vulnerable. Yeah, and I mean, Potter in that moment, I'm just thinking to myself, you know, God, if I'm the manager, it's all those, it's all those missed chances. But that's, uh, you know, that that's where 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 my head goes. But luckily, uh, the boys showed, you know, the backbone and the the composure. Um, Move a little further into the game. Obviously, we had a a fantastic uh, moment of brilliance from the silky German, which you know has been long awaited uh you know a gold dust moment from nearly nothing um i did note that i think pulisic definitely got the assist he had like three guys around him and was able to to lay it off uh and create some space for kai and what a finish it was just completely sublime all of the superlatives uh and god you you'd love to see efforts like that from the from the guy a bit more often but uh we'll certainly take them when we get them what a what a goal what a goal He's an enigma. We've given him a lot of heat on here. Everybody's been giving him heat. And first half, I felt it was a a lot more of the same. He had that one opportunity on the header. He did what he was supposed to do. He headed it low. You could see he was frustrated. He kicks the post. Just nothing, nothing breaking my way. And I don't know what's going. You know, I don't know what's been going on with Kai. Right. We've been talking about this on every cast. You know, I don't know if he's not getting laid. I don't know if his dog died. Like, there's something wrong with him. Like, he just, he seems distracted. He seems not interested. No passion, no pep, no intensity. And the way I saw this, so yeah, Pooley gets the ball. He drives inside, creates some space, lays it off. And I almost feel like Kai's sitting there. He's like, fuck it. And just big berth at that. Wundergol just drills it, hits the crossbar, back of the net, and good on him, man. He needed this. A big goal away, Champions League. So hopefully this starts to give him a little bit of confidence as we're moving forward. We can get him back incorporated into the team wherever we're ultimately going to play him. But this was a big goal. And for the record, America is Blue loves Kai Havertz. The silky German, he's just what we need. 
tough. Team we, Chelsea. We can have some tough love. We can have some tough. Uh, I mean, no, of, of course. But we we um, we hope Kai is doing well. If he's going through something, we hope that he's doing that he's doing well. Uh, so great to great to see him back on the score sheet. Um, you know, closing the game out. A couple of my other thoughts. Just Keppa Keppa made another huge save. Um, he did not play his best today. Clearly, uh, sometimes with those punches, I was like, "What are we do? What are we doing here?" Uh, that was kind of some old school uh, Keppa moves. Um, I kind of thought he was past this. I really would have. Uh, I, I was actually disappointed in his lack of physicality because you we we just kind of were praising him. Last time we were talking about how uh, he's he's improved so much in that in that area, but uh, today he seemed a little bit hesitant, um, not not as uh, strong in the box. A couple of those punches were were giving me agita, but uh, also Trevor didn't didn't play his best game either. Um, you know, it, it, everybody's gonna gonna have some moments. He missed hit a, a few balls. I remember him cueing a pretty bad corner. Uh, you know, there were there were a few things, but you know, it was still a professional performance. A lot of these things aren't gonna go your way. Uh it was certainly workmanlike um in the second half, short of short of the goal. Definitely appreciate the composure coming back and having the the pref- professionalism to uh to finish it off. But it was it was certainly a performance that um warranted some concern as we also move further into the Premier League schedule and our opponents become more difficult. I'll disagree with you there. I mean, I know the, the the play you're talking about with Trevor, he just he just sliced it out and just mishit it. I thought that him, I thought that Thiago Silva were great today. I thought both of them were great. They both had one noticeable error that at least I picked up. Kukurea, I thought, was average, right? There was nothing spectacular. He also didn't make any heinous mistakes playing as, as, a, as a left center back. So he, He's still a little tough on the ticker, especially as the, as the third center back. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, feel very he, confident or comfortable with him back there. But, you know, I, I, thought, I thought Trevor played really well. I thought he was strong. I, I thought Thiago Silva was great. Uh, I love the play in the second half where uh, he saw that I think he identified that a Red Bull player was going to get his head on the ball and instead of charging up, went back and cleared that ball off the line. I mean, that's a classic Thiago Silva, you know, game-saving play. So um, I thought those two guys were both great. I thought Connor Gallagher was great again. Um, I thought that uh, as far as our, the rest of our midfield was concerned, obviously we already gave Kova his due. I also thought Jorginho did what we expect Jorginho to do. This is a Jorginho game where you just want somebody who's going to be able to keep things measured, keep control of the game. Again, nothing sexy. He almost had a header. He almost actually scored a header, which would have been amazing if he actually got that in. But um, well, did you see his? Did you see his team effort at the end of the second half, or excuse me, at the end of the first half? Um, we, I mean, we were we we're making a move towards, and it, it fell right at his feet, and he had an opportunity, and he looked at the goalkeeper like he was in a passing drill. He's like, "Here you go, here you go, oh, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just just, just at it." Yeah. Um, and I, I felt terrible for him, but I said, if I was a goaltender, if there's any guy I want that ball falling to, it's Jorginho right there. And I, oh, yeah. and I love Georgie. We love him on the cast. I, I and I, I, I apologize to, to Georgie. Um, sometimes we, we pick on him a little bit, but, um, you know, 
let, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about the the big moments, the the big man of the match, uh, which is also brought to you by All Out Fitness. And at All Out Fitness, they're empowering individuals to be their best selves. Jay, who is the best version of themselves today? I may surprise you here. I don't know. Um, I'm giving it. I'm giving it to Philip Kuhn, Kuhn, whatever his name was. I'm giving it to the keeper for RB Salzburg. I thought that guy was exceptional today. He made so many big saves. They were the ones where you know he just closed out. He got his body in the way, but he made so many big saves. And with the amount of pressure that we were putting on their net, uh, for him to put up the type of performance that he put up, I think you know, hopefully we don't have to be giving too many. Man of the matches awards to uh, to oppose to opposition, but I think he deserved it today. I mean that that's fantastic, and I appreciate you doing that. Um, I am going in a different direction. I am actually giving it to the man in the moment of the match, and it's 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 Kai Havertz. Hopefully that this helps him him shake this off. I thought about giving it to Kovacic. He only played sixty minutes today. Kai Kai put in an entire shift. He had a worldy moment. Um, it, and it was the difference in the game. And I think if you're doing something that's you know outstanding in that sense, that's that's truly making the difference. He deserves that. The other thing that I, I will say is underrated about Kai Havertz, which I had to to make mention of as well, is he's excellent at defending corners. He stands right in front of Keppa. He is, you know, he's a big guy. Um, that sort of thing is not lost on me. And and today he had some really, you know, nice defensive work. We had a lot of corners today, and he was working his tail off, uh, you know, doing the little things, which I I did notice in, in that aspect of the game. So kudos to him. Uh, I'm giving mine to uh, to Kai Havertz. He was my second choice. I couldn't look past the keeper. That guy was just—he was incredible today. No, he—he uh, he, he really was. T- testament to uh, to what what Salzburg is doing as a as a system. Uh, as we know, uh, the American uh, Brendan Aronson came through there, Philadelphia Union, then going over to Salzburg. Now he's uh, finding some success in the Premier League at Leeds. So you know they've uh, you know got some co- connections to our homegrown talents as well. Yeah, so no, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, rolling back the clock just a little bit, you know, I, I was a little bit scared. When we when they brought on, I, I, I like Benjamin Sesko. When they, when they brought that kid on, he's going to be special somewhere. I don't know if he's going to be the next really big thing, but, uh, you know, that guy, I, I don't understand why they didn't start him because I think he's an exceptional talent for that team. And when he came on in the 60th minute, Obviously, the complexity of the game had changed. They had gone ahead and you know they scored their equalizer, and I, they they were like, we're sending full force. We're getting attackers on the field. We're going to go after this game, and uh, thankfully for the Kai Havertz goal, it you know shifted the momentum back in our favor. But he was making some things happen up there, and then we were just hit with a barrage toward the end of the game. So um, oh. I want to give and, a no, little bit of kudos to another guy in the opposition because I think that guy's going to be a really really special talent in Europe at some point. Work rate, work rate, work rate too, right? I mean, just getting on and working hard, running, that that that's always what stands out to me. I love the guys that that work. So yeah. no, those are those are two those are two excellent points. Um so I mean, as we're as we're as we're looking ahead now, um we have a Premier League matchup this weekend on Saturday, away on the south coast of Brighton. Um, the Gulls are Graham Potter's former team, interestingly enough, as we all know. 
Um, gonna be a good one this weekend. Do you want to uh, do you want to hear the breakdown on uh, on Brighton real quick? Yeah, hit me with the stats. All right, they're sitting ninth right now. Fifteen points from a possible thirty-three. Uh, they're led by one Mister Trossard, who is fantastic. He is excellent, and I didn't realize he's got he's got six goals. He's bagged six. That's no small feat. And they have McAllister with four. And then on the facilitation side, they have Solly March and the ever youthful Danny Welbeck to assists. I mean, how the hell is Danny Welbeck there? He is, uh, his favorite song's got to be like Rod Stewart, Forever Young or something like that. We got to get a shout, shout out to Rod Stewart. Uh, and they're also, they're coming off a, a nil-nil draw to Forrest and uh, a 3-1 loss at City. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what we can come up with uh, this weekend against his former club. I'm confident. I'm confident going into that game. I always have this thing where when you take a manager from, and this is even more dramatic because it's mid-season. It was only a couple of games ago that he was the one that was shepherding that club. Who knows more about their players than he does? He's crafted that team in his own image. So um, I think we even saw it today. You know, he's played Trossard as, as a wingback when he's had to. And I think he tried to almost recreate that with Pulisic and Sterling today. Um, they do have talent. They started off the year gangbusters. They were playing an amazing brand of football. I think since Potter has left, they've fallen off the pace quite a bit. They've been having a hard time putting putting goals in the net. Um they do have some threats, you know, even a guy like a Lewis Dunk, who's a very large man who can come up and do some things on set pieces and corners. Um, I just think that, listen, we, we, you know, maybe a little bit of momentum coming in. We know a lot about that team. They're struggling. I, I, I think that we're going to put up a pretty nice performance. I got it. Oh, and actually, I, I, I did want to mention this, too. Hopefully, you know, shout out to Thiago Silva as well. After that fall, which I thought I, I looked at that thing a billion times. I was like, God, this guy was like just inches away from like breaking his neck. I mean, that was bad. I have no idea how he finished the game. He's a, he's a freak. He's a freak. I mean, it's unbelievable that that guy that guy's got a family to think about and he's won everything. Um, so uh, you see, out did you see him when, when he got back on the field? I don't know if it was Potter or whoever he was talking to. Somebody was like, are you okay? Do we need to get you off of here? We could just throw in a body. And he was just like, like, no, I'm, finishing. Mean, I'm, I'm seeing this one through. I'm good. But who needs a neck? Who needs a neck? Damn. No, but uh, I, I hope, uh, I, I hope he gets a, I hope he gets a rest this weekend. So uh, when we, when we get back together on Thursday night to, uh, to preview the game, uh, you know, Jay and I'll come back with uh, what our thoughts are on the 11 and, and the formation. But for the time being, uh, we certainly appreciate everybody uh, jumping on, giving us a listen. We appreciate all the support. America is indeed blue. Jay, we'll talk to you on the next time. Thanks, man. See ya.